Holy shnikes. Look at these fucking dehydrated pits. I was about to say, you're, you got some pit stains going. Dude, this is rocking. I don't know if that's dehydrated. I think you're overhydrated. When I get dehydrated, that's how I know I'm dehydrated. You sweat more? My pits just start leaking. Only my pits, though. This is bad. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, you can't tell. Just keep going. I'm just kidding. Be- <laughs> so tell me about Buffalo. to new heights ladies and gentlemen presented by wave sports and entertainment and brought to you by the all-new experience smart money debit card the debit card that builds credit without the debt it's genius you should get one gosh we're your hosts i'm travis kelsey he's my big brother jason kelsey out of cleveland heights ohio heights high alum yeah shout out to the heights baby also bearcat alum cincinnati university of cincinnati baby uh new heights comes to you every single wednesday during the nfl season that's right that's right subscribe on youtube and wherever you get your podcast and follow the show on all social media at new heights show with one s um and check out our official fan club at newheightshow.com also with one s jason why don't you tell the people what we got coming up this episode? They might have a clue, but why don't you? Oh boy. I think if you've been following uh, everything happening over the weekend, I think you might know what we're going to talk about. But either way, we got an exciting episode for you boys Woo! and girls. All United Two Percenters out there watching this one, we're going to recap all the madness of the division round weekend, including, of course, the most electric game of all in Buffalo, New York. Ooh. We're going to get some fan mentions that include my signed Kelly Green jersey going viral, and we'll talk. To, about the rest of the biggest storylines heading into conference championship weekend coming up. But first, as always, as always, new news, new news, new news, and the bracket now. related new news. Oh, yeah, baby. Best bracket of all time. That's right. Best Greatest team name NFL bracket. team name. There the we go. First Greatest round NFL of voting name. is officially in the books. The teams and everything uh, that happened have been uh, stamped. Quite a bit of entries. Thank you to the 92 percenters who submitted brackets and voted in the round of 32 this past weekend. We ended up with over 36,000 brackets entered. Damn. God damn. That's right. 36,000 brackets have been entered into the competition. We got over 740,000 votes in the first round matchups on the Twitter polls this past weekend. Fucking nuts. We got a lot of fan bases riled up and might have started a blog war between the Dallas Cowboys and Eagles fans. I don't think we started that war. That war has been going on long that, before us. Yep, that is the war of a lifetime right there. But The never-ending war. Is the, yeah, it, I, well, listen, we tried to make this thing as unbiased as possible. And, of course... What did Travis say? Travis, I mean, listen, you knew it right from the Come get-go. It's a good you one. can't take it's away the bias. for the good guys, baby. The Eagles <laughs> tried... The Eagles fans tried to eliminate Dallas in the first round... I mean, let's be honest. Commanders, that's one of the reasons I didn't want to do worst worst team name is like, we don't need to. It's the Washington Commanders. Like, there's nobody even close, right? Let the fans decide. Either way, the Eagles Eagles fans tried to eliminate Dallas. It ended up being just essentially the Eagles versus the Cowboys. We're going to reveal the first round poll results and talk about it. Uh, the Sweet 16 round matchups in the bonus video this Friday. So if you're looking uh, to see how that all shakes out or you have uh, um, some skin in the game with your bracket being submitted, you might want to tune in Friday uh, to see what the next round will entail. All right now. Thank you to all the 92 percenters for participating and, uh, yeah, getting involved. This is a lot of fun so far. Appreciate you guys. This is fun, and thank you guys for proving me right. I can't wait to see who's the best team, Eagles or Chiefs. (laughs) 
Let's move on to some fan mentions of the week, baby. All right, now. Our first fan mention is a uh, story that became national news, Jason. How about that? National news. Did it become national? Doing what you've been doing every single morning since you were five years old. Just taking a trip to McDonald's. Getting a couple egg and... Sausage, egg, sausage, and cheese, egg and muffins. Cheese. Don't, don't Can't mess beat this it, up. Man. You know what it is. Can't beat it. Not just one, but two. That's right. Yep. Got to yeah, car, carb up, man. You pulled up to your favorite McDonald's Eagles fan and McDonald's employee, Danielle Bonham. Yep. Shared a photo of uh, you two at the drive-thru. And she's holding a signed Kelly Green jersey that I've been trying to get my fucking hands on. Did I not get you it's one? very generous. No, you didn't, Jason. No, you oh, didn't. No. I also said, you know what? Fucking keep it. That's what I also said, but secretly I still want it. This is uh, <laughs> this is very generous of you, man. You knew it was like you knew it might have been your uh, last time this year pulling up to that McDonald's at that point in time, or you just felt like it was the right time, right moment. What made you do this? Um, I just went to McDonald's like I usually do, and Danielle had a jersey, and I was like, of course I'll sign your jersey, Danielle. Oh, nice. Yeah, it got miscommunicated. I thought this was you like bringing a jersey to your local McDonald's. Yeah, no, that's not what happened. I got to clear that up. That's not what happened. I I don't just have signed jerseys in the back of my car. I think I might start doing this after seeing the joy on Danielle's face. This might be something that I'll try to institute in the future. The first time I ever pulled up to the McDonald's and Danielle was behind the counter, she was crying profusely when she was taking my order. She is a huge Birds fan. You scared her that? Oh, nice. No, it was was tears of... I don't know. If, is it happiness or? Yeah, it would have been happiness. I don't know if I've it was happiness. I cried when I see was... you sometimes. I cry when I see you sometimes. I mean, everybody knows <laughs> we're, we're a crying family. Anyway, Danielle is awesome. Uh, I will say this. She said that uh, the thing says my favorite employee. Listen, I can't. I love all my Broomall McDonald's employees. I can't do that to any of the other wonderful workers. Can't pick any favorites over here. Spoken like a good political man. Danielle's definitely one of my favorite fans. She's awesome. She always gives me these like photographs of her. And this is how you win an election, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens. You she's, don't pick your favorite employees. You love them all the same. She's, she gave me some nice cards. Oh, she nice. Wrote me a wonderful letter about how much she appreciated me being an eagle. Nice. Holy fucking nice. Yeah. No, she's, I'm telling you, dude, she's diehard. Nice. She's in one of the fans clubs. One I got a nice, a lot of nice. Uh, she in the 92 f- fan club? I have more photos of Daniela in my car than I do my wife. She just gives me nice photos. I'm going to go to CVS and print a fuck ton of photos of Kylie and just put them in your fucking glove compartment now. <laughs> She's competing with Danielle. But yeah, no, it was it was pretty awesome. Uh, How Danielle's was it, was great. It, was, it your, was it the best breakfast that you ever had? All right, I wasn't going to say this. Danielle messed my order up. I don't know if it was Danielle, no. but somebody behind there messed the no. order up. No, they got too excited. They got excited. I think they got excited. I think I think they the pandemonium excited. of the moment. So normally, I go there every time I get two sausage, egg, and cheese with a large coffee, black, um, and I either hot or iced. It's always iced or hot, and they know it. No hash brown? Dude, I don't go hash brown. Hash browns are what delicious. What the fuck is wrong with you? I hate... Uh, I don't do combo meals. I don't do combo meals. If, I get, if I'm going there to get a burger... I get a double uh, quarter pounder with cheese. I don't go there to get the value member number four with the fries. Oh, and that's the, the point of it. it gets no, you a that's a rookie deal. mistake. That's a no. That's those fries and that drink. You're not getting your money's worth on that. It's not enough calories per the dollar. The hash brown you are. 
No, it's still same thing. It's not enough calories per dollar. It's you the go perfect high crunch. Item. It might be their best item. Now, their best item is a sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin, and I get two of those. Oh. Um, and a large black coffee because I love you McDonald's coffee. You got this all jacked up. And, uh, but either way, I always get either a hot black coffee or a ice black coffee, depending on how fastly it needs to be consumed. Danielle checked with me because she knows. She knows my order. She said, do you want iced or hot coffee today? And I said, I will take hot coffee. And I get up to the window after Danielle where they give you your food. Nice. And they hand me what I think is an iced coffee because I'm like, okay, they must have, whatever. They got it. I'll drink an iced black coffee. I'm not going to do this. That ain't going to ruin my morning. And I take a drink, a sip of it, and it's the best damn coffee I've ever tasted in my life. It's so good. (laughs) It takes me a second to realize that this isn't coffee. This is pure (laughs) sugar high fructose corn syrup coca-cola and it was delicious (laughs) do you know how excited my brain got to expect the the hard bitterness of coffee and to be shocked with just nothing but pure sugar into my head that's the best way to have it man syrup syrup dude it was that's that might be the best way i don't think i ever want uh ice cold coffee i mean dude if i i I barely ever ever again I, i barely ever order pop that's right pop um so that's the, that's the way i prefer to get it just keep messing my order up because then it's not on me <laughs> everybody I don't feel every drive through like, you ever go through from now right. on is just gonna this is the hack this is the hack because if i order a large coke i'll feel like a piece of shit so i can't order a large coke <laughs> i gotta get a coffee or something that's more like i can live with myself for getting ain't no shame in my game but if you surprise me with a Coke, I'm going to be. I was, I think I lit, with the rest of the day, I was just so happy because I got the signed Daniel's jersey and I got a large Coca Cola. <laughs> That's great, man. Is there anything better than a fountain Coke? Dude, there's one thing it's better. It's so good. It's and there's that's, something that's different about there's it. There's one thing better, and What's that's that? an ice cold cherry Pepsi. Oh, I, I, I like cherry Coke, cherry Dude, Pepsi, whatever. Nah, cherry I'm with Pepsi. you. The, Wild the, cherry the, Pepsi is the greatest. Especially at the movie invented. theater, you get, you get a wild cherry, Ooh. a wild yeah, cherry I'll, I'll Coke or Pepsi. St. Joe's, I mean St. Joe's, Joe's Barbecue. Oh yeah, Kansas City Joe's. They do the wild cherry. Joe's KC, whatever you want to fucking call it, Oklahoma yeah, Joe's. I know what you're talking about. They oh, got yeah. the they got the. I go in there, get a half slab, a couple Z mans, some big old order of fries, and I just get that fountain drink. It's on the combo menu. You wouldn't get that. I'm not a combo guy. I feel like combos are their way of trying to offload and bundle shit together so that you get stuff. No, that's the supersize me. They had to dis- no, it's, it's, discontinue it's, that. I'll build my own combo. I, I go a la carte. All right. If I want a large fry, I'll get a large fry. You know what I mean? I, I, I ain't going with this combo nonsense. So when you order it, you'll order a combo, but you won't, you'll order it a la carte, and then they'll just... If I was going to do it, I'm going to do that. I'm not getting. I don't want your combo. You fucky fucky. You get four <laughs> different things. But I'm what gonna if get it what just automatically just goes? I mean, into if a it, combo I mode. suppose if it all bundled into a combo, I would probably get the combo. But it doesn't happen long enough. It doesn't happen often. This is great. This is great. Well, shout out to Danielle. Glad that she got uh, her Kelly Green jersey signed. And um, good luck to you, my friend, on every drive through you ever go through in Philly from now on. It looks like you're going to be a stacked (laughs) every mcdonald's and fucking fast food spots just gonna have jason kelsey memorabilia stocked up under the window just waiting for you to pull out i'm serious i might just start stocking i might just start stocking jerseys in the back of my truck and just handing them to my favorite fans i think that's a great idea the wrong thing to tell okay there we go america and everyone else that's listening next up 
we got another photo of uh, my overflowing locker that has become viral and everybody knows about because the good people at NovaCare uh, don't know how to uh, what privacy is like. <laughs> we let these wonderful media members into our locker room and they just shit on us. I mean, come on now. It has nothing to do with why you're in the locker room, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. Jeff Kerr uh, tweeted, Jason Kelsey's locker. Uh, Jordan Malata told me all this shit is from the podcast, says he needs to start one to get free shit. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's one way to get free shit, start a podcast. You will get a lot of stuff saying, I can't deny, though. Can't control it. I don't. I can't blame all of this on the podcast. I think I think I'm just a messy human being. I've, I've personally told everybody at the at the Chiefs organization if it doesn't like if I didn't because I never send stuff to the facility. So I'm like, if if I don't give you a heads up that I'm sending something, to the facility, you can just toss it. Just throw it away. I don't want that shit piling up like this. It's the worst. I've, I've had a locker where it just gets stacked up and you just have boxes and it looks like a warehouse and you're just like, what am I doing? All those boxes in front are podcast boxes or people sending it in relation to the podcast. Dude, there might be a candle in there. There might be a Jason Kelsey candle in there. I guarantee there's a candle in there. That pink box is, uh, but that pink box is a box of Girl Scout cookies from, I think, two years ago. I heard those things got good shelf life, though. I, I, you know, I'm a hoarder. I'm a hoarder. I'm happy you're supporting your local uh, Girl Scouts. Always. Always. Yeah. That's uh, it's a little messed up there, uh, Jeffy Kerr, but whatever. I like it. I like it. It's good stuff to know. It's fair. All right. And lastly, we got a shout out from none other than Stone Cold Chris Jones. <laughs> we got a shout out? Nine five. I have no idea. Chris made sure the world knew that I decided to go by Kels instead <laughs> of Kelsey during uh, our episode with our dad last year. And, Why is um, this still a thing? Why are we doing I don't know. This? I don't know. Because we made it fun because I know it really pisses you off. I don't give a fuck what you call me. You can call me Kelsey, Kels, Travis, T. Kel as as yeah, you can call me what it, T Rav <laughs> fucking Malibu's most wanted. I don't give a shit what you call me. It's not even Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Travis. Oh, man. Crazy, right? That's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> Why do I need to watch the clip? Should we go by Kels or Kelsey? Do whatever you want. I did. Do whatever you want. I did. What a God what an Ed Kelsey true. line. I mean, I really don't care what you call me either. But if I'm going to say my name, I'm saying Jason Kelsey. But it's wrong. <laughs> it's, but I don't know why. But that's what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. But yeah, that was uh, that was Stone Cold Jones giving a shout out to uh, our last name. So. Regardless of whether it's Kels or Kelsey, uh, there's nothing better than a Stone Cold Jones soundbite. Let's uh, let's hear what his Chris Collinsworth impersonation sounds like with this clip. Listen, guys, we're talking about a guy of Patrick Mahomes. That's pretty good. He does. He goes down an octave when he says, listen, guys, listen, guys, listen, guys. He's got the mannerisms really well done. And Patrick Mahomes has been throwing the ball since he was eight, eight years old. So that's definitely a Collinsworth line. <laughs> It's pretty good. I didn't know he was such an Im impressionist. Impressionist, yeah, yeah. What I wonder good. what other impressions Chris can do. We need to get him on the show and probably Leon Phelps. There's no way he can do a Leon Phelps Lated, impression. Man. He can one thousand. He has to watch the sh watch the movie or the skits. He, first, do you though. think he's seen? Do you think he, if we if you went up to him the right latest, now, and asked man. him, who he the ladies man half, is? His voice is halfway there already. He is very close, just naturally, dude. Naturally, that's a great call. Yeah, the latest man. He's just yeah. got to put a little bit more lisp on it, and he's there. <laughs> and I was running my 40, and my dick flipped out. Of my <laughs> the Hummer. The Hummer. He wouldn't say dick. What would the man say? And, and my, the you Hummer. Know, the my Hummer. Yeah. <laughs> came out the garage. 
Ah, you can't make this shit up, man. It's time now to talk about our partner. It's Prize Picks. Ooh, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. All you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Plus, Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value on Taco Tuesday. And Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick mm. and easy deposits into your account for football season. And now for the portion of this ad read labeled personal experience to be read by talent outside of Travis and Jason Kelsey, because we are active NFL players and cannot participate. It. Cannot. But do you know it. who can? Who? <laughs> Cutest intern I know. Oh. Brandon! There he Brandon. is. Brandon, I haven't seen you all day. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly haven't seen you for the last couple hours. Where have you Weird. Been? How was y'all's weekend in Buffalo? No, I no, want no, to know nothing the picks. about oh, the come picks. On. any Don't of these ask picks or questions. people. Or, or you just give the choosing. fucking picks. Bro. I know nothing, and I want to know nothing. <laughs> Love you. It's very oh. hurtful. Very hurtful. All right, it's fine. Let's go. <laughs> picks for Championship Sunday. Uh, Lamar Jackson, more 63 and a half rushing yards. I think he's going to be on a tear. Uh, Travis Kelsey, more 64 and a half receiving yards. It's playoff Travis time, folks. Tap in. Uh, there also is a discount on Christian McCaffrey rushing yards right now. I think he's going to get the half yard they've got for him. Um, I also really like Jameer, Jameer Gibbs to score. Uh, he's been kind of their red zone back. I really like Jameer Gibbs to score. Or if you really like his yards, go for that one. But that is my championship someday picks. Do what you want to do with that information. I'll get the guys back in here and get out of your hair. <laughs> I got one of them. I got Jason. Jason, you won. Come on. I win. I win. You did. You were first. You were first. Congratulations. I win. I won. I won. I won. Hopefully, Brandon does something right around here and uh, got some good picks for you guys. And if you want to start making picks, go to prizepicks.com slash new heights and use the code, you guessed it, new heights for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash new heights, code new heights for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We need to shout out one of our sponsors that you probably see us drinking all the time during the show, and that's Accelerator Active Energy Drink. Yeah! That's right. God. I want to get accelerated. Pick me, pick me. Well, and it's officially it. the new year, 92 percenters. So if you've been looking for ways to accelerate your fitness in 2024, look no further than Accelerator Active Energy Drink. There we go. What flavor are you sipping on over there, man? Got a little cherry ice pop as Ooh, I have been. Cherry I ice pop. But to the end of this box. So I don't know the what I'll be on next pop. week. But All right, now. Got a little tropical punch and some... Peach Paradise over here. Tipping off the Peach Paradise. Accelerator Active Energy Drinks has zero sugar. Gives you sustained energy, gets your metabolism going, and gives you the enhanced focus you need to accomplish anything. Like maybe play in the NFL uh, or take three kids and two Irish Wolfhounds anywhere. Which I can assure you is way harder than playing in the NFL. Just ask me. All right now. Plus, there's also nothing like those signature plant-based thermogenics to give you the energy you need to record a podcast each and every week. Accelerator is offering all 92 percenters five dollars off on their next Amazon order of Accelerator Active Energy Drink. From now until February 4th, put your favorite flavor of Accelerator in your cart and use promo code 5 Accelera. At checkout for $5 off. 
All right, how about this? Let's get to the let's get to what everybody's here for. A little bit of football talk, huh? Little foosball, baby. Little foosball. That's right. Bold topics to wrap up the divisional round, starting with Chiefs Bills. That's right. Chiefs twenty seven, right. Bills twenty four on Sunday night football. What a game, baby. What a mm. game. All right, here's how we're gonna do this. Knowing there was a lot happening on the field, off the field, all the uh, shenanigans. We're going to do the important parts first. We're going to talk about the game, the actual field, what took place, all that stuff. And uh, We're going to talk about me, and then we're going to talk about you. Yeah, I think that's a better way to say it. All right. <laughs> Initial thoughts on the game, Trev? Anything? Dude. What was it like? I have to tip my hat, man. I have to tip my hat to Bill's Mafia. It was. Uh, it's such an awesome atmosphere playing up there. It is. It was so much fun. They brought the energy. Um, they got rowdy for every single play, every single third down that we had, um, and they made it fun. Obviously, I'm saying this differently if we come out with an L instead of a victory, but uh, I can't thank Bills Mafia for uh, showing up and showing out like they did um, and making that environment um, a memorable one for everybody involved, man. That was electric. I get what you're saying. That was uh, the, the atmosphere was electric, and apparently it does not affect Patrick Mahomes because he sure can win a playoff game on the road. All right now. Chiefs now have made it to their sixth straight AFC Championship game. Patrick Mahomes has made it to the AFC Championship game in every single year as a starter. That is, that is insane. It is. Before we break down the game, let's hit on the pregame fit. That's right. Travis Kelsey always known <laughs> for his pregame fits. Hell yeah, baby. You like that? Uh, you like that cheesecake bag, cheesecake factory bag? I saw that too. I didn't. I thought it reminded me of something. There was that. To me, I got more vibes that this was a Wes Anderson uh, style. That's pretty good. The beanie and everything. It kind of looked like it would be like out of Life Aquatic. I think is probably what gave me that idea. Dude, that'd be pretty electric. It wasn't aimed as a knock. I mean, dude, Wes Anderson is a beast. That's what I'm saying. If I'm in a Wes Anderson film. If this was my pitch, this is this. I'm gonna just, just go ahead and say it. This is my pitch to get on a Wes Anderson film. Let's go, dude. Are you kidding me? I could fit right in, Wes. You just, you just give me the lines, baby. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it reminded me a lot of uh, Life Aquatic. It was a uh, very, very uh, picturesque. I guess. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that, man. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a custom uh, suit actually uh, by Teddy Van Ron- Ranson. Van- Teddy Von Ranson. Nice. Fit like a glove, baby. Like a glove. Um, I just I matched it with this uh shirt and hat and, and uh boot combo that um that I just had laying around, you know. <laughs> just got just laying around. Just want wanted to make sure everybody knew that uh, we were going into Buffalo uh business attire. This is about as business as I get right here. That was pretty business up. What uh What's the material you got working on there in the coat? It looks like it's a wool. Is that a wool coat? Cashmere? What do you got? No, it's a little stretchier. It's a little stretch. I'm not sure what the fabric is. Oh, it's got a little give with it. All right. Yeah, it was nice. Well, very cool. I yeah. appreciate it, Mike. All right, let's get into the game itself. How about it? Big night for the Big Yeti. The offense was rolling once again this game. You guys put up 27 points, and uh, 14 of those points came with the Big Yeti and Mahomes connection. That's right. Yes, sir. Pat threw for 215 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. And, Trav, you led all receivers and finished with 75 yards and two touchdowns. Two big old touchdowns. That's right. Hoo-hoo. All right, now. Simple read of the safety, huh? <laughs> safety takes corner, that out. Oh, yeah. come was that the corner? It's cover corner, three? Yeah, cover Fuck. three. Safety was moving over there. He, he, he motioned late. There you go. Post corner. Just corner. 
<laughs> You're killing it. Though. You had the corner. You had the corner. You had the corner. Receiver had the out. The corner was go. the guy that bit on the out. Ten yard out. Yep. There you yeah, go. There you go. The celebration uh, went wild by you with the uh, little heart. Who was? Uh, yeah, man. I had to spread. Had to spread the love, baby. You always got to spread that love, baby. There we go. There we go. There was a lot of hate pulling up to that stadium, man. A lot of understand understand yeah, I mean, it's a football game it's, it's, supposed it's to be. a football game the bills yeah. coming into their house they want to make it rowdy did it get a little disrespectful 1000 percent. 1000 percent. they get a little extra 1000 percent. i'm not what they say go they got extra i'm not gonna say because that's what they want they want to oh, feel there you go i'm not gonna re- relay it but uh some things were said about the family some pretty inappropriate things were said about uh pat mahomes it was uh it was pretty whack I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Coming into a hostile environment. I respect yeah. it. But um, I just wanted to make Gotta sure. play the mind games. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to make sure it knew it wasn't mutual. I don't hate you guys like you hate us. It's all love, baby. They don't hate us. I was, I was with them. They love you. Well, we'll get to that later, Jason. <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll get to you in a fucking second, all right? All right. Sorry. 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 <laughs> don't peek too soon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that boy Pat Mahomes was on one, baby. He's uh, he's playing lights out right now, and it's a lot Big big part of our offensive line playing lights out. I actually went up to uh, Josh Allen, you know, and uh, after the game, and and told him congrats how much how much I respect him, respect his game, and um, the fact that they made it this far to the divisional round, uh, dealing with all those injuries, man. Um, where they were in the middle of the season, you know, everybody counting them out. You know, I think the Bills have a lot to be proud of on how their how their players reacted, how their coaches reacted, because you don't get to where they got. Um, by just having a whole bunch of guys, you know, not invested. I think they got a lot of the right guys. Um, it just, unfortunately, the it's a part of the game. Injuries happen. Um, they were a pretty beat up defense, unfortunately, and they did what they could with what they had. And it was um, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing to be, uh, you know, hanging your head about. Um, even though it, it does seem like they were just that close to to making it to the next round. Dude, the Bills finished the season strong. And Dude, it was impressive, man. And Josh, Josh Allen was Allen. playing fucking lights out. He's been unbelievable this year, especially down the stretch. I witnessed, witnessed that firsthand uh, in Philadelphia and then again in Buffalo. This score does not really indicate, I think, I guess, how much both offenses did, it feel like, in the game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kansas City's defense played pretty well. They always do. They've been great all year round. But I thought both quarterbacks executed at a high level. It just felt like the game kind of flew by. Yeah. Like, it just felt like it was a fast game. And, like, you mentioned this before we got on the pod, but you guys only ran 50 plays. It was something like that. I forget how many plays it exactly was, but it definitely was not a lot of plays. It wasn't a lot of plays. The Bills were slowly eating up the clock, not really taking too many shots downfield, getting the ball out quick, uh, just moving the chains third down after third down. And that's, I mean – it wears on you. Yeah, and if you're the other team and that's happening to you, you got to be proficient when you have the ball. Yeah, you got to make the most of your opportunities. And you can't just put up field goals. You got to put up touchdowns that 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 will really put the heat back on the team that's just trying to I don't know uh, eat up the clock, man. You also had another score in the third quarter. Uh, this time, uh, the Big Yeti scored right out of halftime. Yeah, that was you guys got the ball right out of halftime. I'll tell you what, man. I just love it when we come together as a team, man. You got uh, Noah Gray, Blake Bell out front, uh, Don Don Smith, Donovan Smith out there. Yeah, what was this? This is like a running tight end. We brought this out of this was my London touchdown. If you remember me scoring in London, man, it was. Uh, we have a big big time uh, 
run package in the goal line out of out of the 13 personnel um and we brought that one back from uh when i played the lions in london back in like 2015 2014 something like that and uh man everybody just got a guy and i had one man to beat and luckily enough uh 52 klein had just got caught up inside just enough to where i could i could beat him to the uh to the pylon man it was almost like a screen outside zone like uh bubble type thing it was a nifty little play and with that it was your second touchdown of the game uh but it was also a little bit of nfl history because you and pat now hold the record for most postseason touchdowns by any quarterback receiver duo in nfl history with 16 touchdowns combined man um we talk about lebron stats uh and bun stats all the time i think this one's like that one is a a fully cemented. It's starting to even stat. it out. You know what I mean? Like my buns stats, buns <laughs> records are way up You're here. You're starting to get starting the legit to, my ones. cool ones. Are I starting you, to. You've been getting the legit ones. Uh, when, I, when when you get close to Jerry Rice records and you get close to Gronk records, yeah. you're fucking. You're doing something no doubt. right. No you're doubt. Doing something right. Well, uh, there was a somebody took notice, and that was the one of the guys that held. Uh, the previous record, which was Tom Brady. That's the record you guys broke. TV, was uh, yeah. Tom TV Brady 12, and Gronkowski's baby. touchdown record in the postseason. You guys broke it with that touchdown at 16. And Tom uh, tweeted out, Beast, when you one-up Gronk, you know you're doing something right. <laughs> there you go. As always, classy move by Tom. Classy. Just a class act, man. He's right, though. I don't know that anybody ever thought that that record was going to get broken or that any of these postseason records by New England would get broken because of how – much time they spend in the postseason like dude they were there non-stop i've personally seen four of those touchdowns out of the 15 that they've connected on you're in arrowhead or when you guys have been playing them yeah (laughs) and in uh in gillette stadium not even that in the buccaneers stadium i don't know if he scored the year that we uh were in new england the afc championship the first afc championship in casey that we lost i think it was the uh the super bowl and the first time i played uh so you guys played them once in Arrowhead, once in New England, and then obviously the when they were with the Bucks, yeah, yeah. And I've seen four of those touchdowns. Nice, right now. That's four too many. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. So it's an honor. Well, the rest of the Chiefs' offense uh, came to play on Sunday night as well. Marquez Valdez Scantlin, Quez. There we go. Had a few nice grabs for sixty-two yards. Right on time, baby. Rasheed Rice, four receptions for sixty-two yards. And uh, Pacheco had had it all wrapped up with 97 yards rushing and a touchdown. Clyde edwards Alaire had a couple nice runs, including one for 28 yards as well. Getting down the hill, baby. Hoo-hoo, good brother Clyde. I got to say this, man. I feel like Pacheco really came on the spot last year. Uh, I feel like Clyde has been running with some juice now. GBC, he's he's always run with juice, Hoo-hoo. but it feels like he's – they're feeding off of each other. That's what it feels yeah, like. That's the best, man. That's yeah, the right? Best. They're both getting the most out of each other. When you know you got you got a guy that can break one or get a get a big gain at any point, man, fuck, you just makes you want to fucking block that much harder for him, man. No doubt. And uh, both of them are two of the two of the like favorites in the locker room, so you know you're going to get everybody rallying together to help get them yards. And on top of that, we're hustling to the ball to get our guys up, man. Well, all year you and Pat have been saying that this team has the right guys around it. Uh, do you feel that people are starting to respect the Chiefs' offense again? I don't give a damn if they respect <laughs> us or not. I could give a fuck. Keep disrespecting us. Keep telling us that we don't have Gosh. it all. It's We're like in another AFC championship game. 
and uh, we're looking forward to the to the challenge coming yeah. up, man. That's all I give a damn about. One of the best defenses we'll we'll face all year. We faced all year, and and it's another away game in the playoffs, another hostile environment, and yeah. um, yeah. Other things from the game, obviously, were the fake punt and the touchback rule. Uh, the game was wild the whole way through uh, with five total lead changes, and it reached peak wild in the fourth quarter. With 12 minutes, 49 seconds left in the game at their own 30, it's fourth and five, and the Chiefs are up 27-24. They line up to punt the ball. Instead, they elect to go with the fake. The ball is directly snapped to DeMar Hamlin in the backfield, who attempts to run for the first down, but is stopped pretty much at the line that they snapped it at. Didn't really do much, unfortunately. What did you think of the decision? What was the reaction on the sideline to see the attempt? Initially, I'm like, what What in the fuck are they doing? Uh, fourth and five yeah. in your own territory at that point in the game? Like, that's not that's not your... It's not the time not to go for a fake. fake. Yeah, it's not yeah. your fake call right there, especially in the playoffs where everything's on the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there had to have been a check. Really? We only had the defense only had or the our punt return team only had 10 guys out on the field. Oh, with that being said, I think some teams and some coaches might have an automatic audible. If they're missing a guy, yeah. take advantage of that. Go to whatever wow. side has the least amount of guys and just kind of run like an outside sweep and hope that your guys can get a body on a body. Yeah, you capture the corner, and if you're minus numbers, it should be open. I'll tell you what, shout out to Drew Tranquil. He took up like three blocks, had a huge tackle, gets us the ball, and um, big-time momentum booster there. It's easier to understand if there were short numbers. I think that that sums up why you, they elected to probably check to that. I'm, I'm, in general, though, I'm not a huge fan of like an outside zone, like fake punt. You know, it's There's so lateral. There's got to be some trickery. There's got to be some type of like – hide the ball on a hand up there has to be something not just a catch yeah. and sweep yeah. you know a little misdirection or something i like the uh the the if they were going to go with the typical fake you'd like to see him throw it uh but even then you'd rather have the off put josh allen out there if you're gonna throw the ball just have josh allen out there right like he's your best bet but touche regardless that makes a lot more sense that casey had less guys and they elected to go with a fake Obviously, it didn't work out, unfortunately, for them, but it was uh, that made, that, however, however you're looking at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, on the next uh, drive, you guys get to the three yard line to set up a Mahomes to Miko Harmon, and you didn't capitalize on it. You guys fumbled through the back of the end zone. Dude, I'm not going to lie, man. I I owe Mikole a fucking a, a new car or something. I owe, I owe so much to him, man. Why is that? My block was the one that knocked the ball out. And, uh, I've been fucking sick. I told him I apologized to him every single time I fucking saw him today, and I'll apologize again, my bad, McCole, man. Yeah. My guy's just trying to be great and get the ball in the end zone, and I'm thinking it's a, it's a speed type speed. We're outside. We're outside. If the guy goes inside, you know what I mean? He, yeah, he can't be right if he goes he underneath be, you. And he just uh, he finished the play better than I did and yeah. um, got a hand on the ball, and, man, I owe, uh, I owe my guy big time, man. And yeah. um, I feel bad for him, man. There's nothing worse than uh than than giving up the ball, especially in in a situation, dude. When your guy causes a fumble, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that shit sucks, man. For uh, and McColl is, I mean, he's fired up to to get after it again, though. Oh, I'm sure. I know my guy. He, he wants another opportunity to get the ball and show what he can do with it. And uh, sure enough, you'll see him next Sunday, come up and uh, right on time, baby. We've talked about this touchback rule a few times. Uh, now being on the side of it, which is uh. Uh, the side you don't want to be on. Do you still like the rule that if yeah, you fumble, it's fine. 
It's a yeah. rule. Uh, rules are rules. That's how it works. Yeah. That's why I said I owe, you. I owe you, big dog. My bad, man. I shouldn't. That should have never even fucking happened. We've been on record. We like the rule, and uh, this doesn't change it. All right. Wide right part two, the second game uh, that there was a big missed field goal in. After the game comes down to the wire, the Chiefs are up 27-24 still. The defense is able to stop the Bills and force a fourth down with 147 left to play. Bills settle for the field goal attempt, and it's wide right. Way right. I don't know what happened on it. You don't know what happened? <laughs> Did you see the wind, Jason? Is that what it was? Dude, the wind fucking, it was blowing just that way. Just gusted and blew it, it all the way yeah. sideways? That sucks. It, was, well, it wasn't It was a consistent wind. It was like no. It was like aggressive, and then it wasn't, and then it was aggressive, and then it wasn't. Those are the worst. And then sometimes it yeah. was right in your Swirling. face, and then sometimes it was, swirly is a great word for it. It wasn't like a consistent wind, man. So, and I'm sure it was probably a little inconsistent on where you were on the field. So he might have felt like the wind was more in his face in the middle of the field where he was and over there by the goalposts or whatever. It was a heavy wind across the field. Who knows what it was? Or he might have just fucking missed it. Unfortunately, there's shit like that happens, but it does. It's, it's, it, it sucks in particular because like it's so taken for granted now because there's so many great kickers that you line up and they're going to make. I mean, this is a 44 yarder. I feel like you line up as a team and you feel like it's going to be – it's almost like a foregone conclusion. Like, hey, we're about to tie this up and hopefully the defense can have a good stand and, you know, we'll see if we get the ball back or go into overtime. God damn, it's got to be the worst feeling ever. I feel for the kickers that when this happens. Dude, holy shit. I feel – yeah, you feel bad for them unless you're on the winning side. But I hear you, man. That shit sucks. Hey, newsflash. It's hard to kick in uh, negative degree weather right next to Lake Erie. Um, when the wind's a, a blowing, a blowing. You got any final thoughts from this one? What do you think? We already talked about shot not. I mean, Josh Allen and just how good he's been and how great he was in this game. Dude, big shout out to to Dawson Knox, to Dalton Kincaid, the tight ends over there, man. I love those guys as people. Is always at tight end you, and just a lot of respect for the guys on that team. You know, they went through a lot and they persevered through a lot, but um, I think uh, the Chiefs got a got a lot to prove this year. And um and we felt we felt like we needed that one a little bit more. There was this clip of you uh, running into the uh, tunnel at halftime next to Josh Allen. You're saying something. What are you guys talking about there? He's just not too often. You're talking to the guy. Well, there's not too often do you go down the same tunnel right at halftime. Right. Yeah, that's typically good point. every yeah. stadium is like usually different tunnels. A home team tunnel and away team. This is a unique case where we're all going to the to the same tunnel. And I just caught Josh. He might have. Might have asked me how I'm how I'm getting so open, and I just told him, "Baby, I blend in the trees with the best of them." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> stealth mode. You gotta have oh, stealth gosh. mode as a skill set, man. The shit to get you oh, out of anything. Just out here blending in the trees, baby. I feel like when it is like this, though, usually they when you do go into the same tunnel, usually they, they rope it like, off or something. Yeah, for like the the one team goes first, and then you guys go second or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. didn't matter. Nope. If they're throwing snowballs, how do they know if you guys are both running? through? Maybe that's why they let you do it together because it'll discourage the snowballs. No, the snowballs were flying regardless. <laughs> and it was pretty cool to see every time they scored, the fucking fans, Ma Bill's Mafia, just start throwing snow in the in the air. Dude, it was like, it was epic. Well, it's cool until it's ice. Well, as long as you don't get hit with it, yeah. Trav, you were asked by reporters before the game about Bill's Mafia fans potentially throwing snowballs. And you said, I grew up in Cleveland. Uh, we were throwing beer bottles at people. Uh, <laughs> referencing the iconic game from, uh, what was that from? Was that a playoff? No, it wasn't. A, but there was a. I remember late in the game, 
there's a missed call and, or at least what was perceived as a missed call. I still don't remember. I forget what it might've been. It might've been Steelers might've been, I forget who exactly it was. Might've been Bengals. But I do remember that immediately the Browns fans started throwing beer bottles onto the field. And for a while, I think they stopped selling like beer bottles in stadiums. Like you had to like, and maybe that was just a Cleveland thing. For a while, I'm pretty sure they stopped selling beer bottles all over. They still do? Yeah. I have, I, every stadium I've ever been to has been cups for that exact reason. I feel like you can still get those like aluminum cans, no? I feel like they just, it's not like. Cans are different than glass bottles. <laughs> Dude, if you get, do you take a full beer can bottle, like the you're ones that like out. you can screw you're up? You're getting knocked gonna, out. Yeah. Don't. You're getting knocked out. I respect but, it. Good, yeah. Good. All right, here the we Browns go. Browns bottle gate. Let's go ahead and look it up. Let's quick. look this up. I remember it happening vaguely, but I can't remember the circumstances. Uh, I thought it even might have happened. Bottle gate, too, also like, referred to as the beer bottle game, was an officiating controversy that resulted in a fan riot during the American football Jacksonville Jaguars game. Tim Couch and the boys, Quincy Morgan. Ah, God, this is taking me back right now. Fuck. Just in the middle of the season. It's not even like a playoff game. Yeah. Fucking, they all count. Every game counts, baby. I want to see what the call was that they missed. I can't remember. Or I don't even know if they missed it. I don't know if I'm portraying this properly. Who knows? Who knows what it was? Yep. I do remember it happening, though. I remember it was not a, uh, it was not the best look for uh, the Cleveland Browns community. I thought it happened earlier, like before we were even alive. I think it happened. No, 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 no. You're thinking of uh, nickel beer night. Batteries and shit. There was another beer incident related in Cleveland where uh, they used to sell all the beer for a nickel at the stadium, and there was some sort of riot that happened at that at one of those games. Too. I don't know whether that was Browns or Indians. How do we, how do we get the crowd more into the game? I think back then it was still um, the old booze. municipal stadium where they shared the Indians and yeah. uh, the Browns classic. Yeah. This one was different. This one definitely happened while we were live. Cause I remember watching it. I remember it being insane. Yeah. Anyways, we're digressing uh, significantly. Fans definitely ended up snowing snowballs at you guys, as there are plenty of clips. Um, did any connect with you? Yeah. I got hit by a few. Nice. I was dodging. I was out there. Did it make it fun? Yeah. It's a snowball fight. How can you get upset at that? The only time I think you could get upset at it is if it's like in the middle of a catch and it distracts you in the middle of the catch. in the middle of play. You know what I mean? Like that's the only time you can get upset at it. Like what? If one gets a little bit icy though and hits you like while you're sitting on the bench, that could hurt. I could mess you right. up. That's good. In back of the head, yeah, I'm with you on but, that. That might fire you up. They were already a riled up kind of disrespecting the shit out of everybody. <laughs> I went to the court. I, I I think I ran a corner. Um, and me and Pat didn't connect on it. And I, I like was like running, trying to like slow down and got to the stands. And I just felt everybody's middle finger just right in my face. <laughs> just Fuck you. That's got to be with so a few electric. other words yeah. connected to the fuck you. But it was uh, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty yeah. good. I enjoyed every bit of it, man. Well, the LeBron stat of the game, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes passed Tom Brady for the most postseason victories and quarterback. And a, and a quarterback's first seven seasons. That's right. 13 wins, postseason victories. Um, God dang, it's been an incredible career to start for Patrick Mahomes. His 13 career playoff wins are the sixth most of all time of any quarterback in any in NFL history. Let's just get him to 14, baby. How about that? Let's fucking go. It's, it's a good idea. But yes, yeah, so LeBron stat. Thank you for our team for coming up with a good LeBron stat. That's pretty good. 
Holy shnikes, look at these fucking dehydrated pits. I was about look to say, you're, you got some pit stains going. You got some Dude, pit this stains. Is there you rocking. Holy I shit. I don't know if that's should... dehydrated. I think you're overhydrated. The, the water's just seeping out. No, no, no. Dehydrated. That's When I get dehydrated, that's how I know I'm dehydrated. You sweat my, more? I, my pits just start leaking. Only my pits. That's good to know. Only my pits. <laughs> God damn, do I have another shirt? I got to put on a fucking other shirt here. <laughs> I mean, I... Dude, this is... This is bad. What the fuck is this? Holy shit. I mean, you're the one who decided to wear gray. The most like risky Dude, I was color trying to ever represent wear. the alumni. I, see I didn't what know you're I was going to be fucking sprinkler and out of my fucking armpits right now. Holy shit. What you got the thermostat set at over there? I should be in a fucking one of those. What is it? The uh what what a uh, deodorant commercial has it where it's fucking just I think it was probably old spice, I don't know. This is disgusting. I mean, you can't tell. Just keep. It I'm on. just kidding. <laughs> so tell me about Buffalo. There's just nothing I can do, dude. Fuck. Uh, dude, do I you want to switch shirts? Shirt. I'm changing. All right, I get it. I get I'll it. Right I get it. I get it. All righty, it's time to shout out our next partner, and that's Buffalo Wild Wings. Woo! There's nothing like watching NFL playoffs at a sports bar, and we all know Buffalo Wild Wings is the sports bar for playoff season. That's right, Jason. And B-Dubs has everything you could possibly need for game day. Everything? So if I tell you I need wall-to-wall TVs, wings in any B-Dubs, 26 sauces and dry rubs, and a great beer selection, you're telling me B-Dubs has all of those things? If that's everything for you, that is exactly what I'm talking about, Jason. All right. They have everything. Plus, it's just fun to watch games at a sports bar with your buddies, man. I can attest to that. America's pastime. Not even your own buddies. Why not make some new friends? When you uh, bond with strangers who are also rooting for the Chiefs at your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, man, it's so much fun at B-Dubs, man. You know, you know, it's one of the things that we've always enjoyed doing. Even uh, when we were little uh, to to college days um, to even now, man. I mean, those, those sauces are irresistible. Oh, boy, are they. Buffalo Wild Wings is the place for playoffs. See you there for the games. Let's go sports bar. All right, and as now. always, 92 percenters, be sure to drink responsibly. All right, it's time now to talk about our next partner, Etsy. That's right. We're an NFL podcast sponsored by Etsy. How, who would have thought? Um, if you're that? stressing about finding the perfect gift for a significant other, if you're not 92 percenters, Etsy's new gift mode is here. Holy crap, I got to take advantage of this. Yeah, I was about Etsy's to say, I love, new gift mode is here Etsy, to take dude. the stress out of gifting so you don't drop the ball the next time you're shopping for someone special. Gift mode is a new feature on Etsy that helps you find incredible handmade gifts from independent sellers. How about that? Not sure what to get your girlfriend? Or spouse for Valentine's Day? <laughs> I know I'm not. Well, whatever she's into, Gift Mode can help. There's tons of incredible gift options for the music lover, the jewelry lover, the dog or cat lover, just to name a few. And a Gift Mode isn't just great for significant others. Have a friend who's obsessed with sports? <laughs> if you're a New Heights 92 percenter, the answer is probably yes. Uh, you can get something for the football fan in your life or the basketball fan or even the hockey fan. What's the best Etsy gift uh, you've ever given? I've ever given. I'm trying to remember what the last thing I was I bought on Etsy. Gift you've given. I gave this to myself. 
There you go. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday gift, you can always find something super thoughtful on Etsy, even if it's for yourself, like Jason just did right there. Just download the Etsy app and tap on the gifts tab in parentheses um, in the center of the uh, navigation bar. Need to find a perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Jason? Jason? We got to talk about it, bud. Talk about what? You taking on Buffalo. <laughs> taking on Buffalo? You were damn near one with Bill's Mafia. You were you were taking in Buffalo. I'm not taking on anything. Taking it in. We got to talk about it. How was it, man? It was incredible. I mean, honestly, one of the most fun experiences I've ever had from start to finish. It was the Buffalo, Bill's Mafia. I do it's incredible. It's it, it was easily I mean, we haven't been to a lot of tailgates. The only other tailgate I've been to is Arrowhead. Great tailgate. But, I mean, doggone, man. It was an electric atmosphere with the Bills Hell Mafia. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, it um, looked like it was absolutely electric from the jump, man. You were, uh, you were tailgate. You were drinking out of bowling balls. Yeah, I mean, listen, I we just got done, obviously, with a very grueling season in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. mentally and physically. And... But in particular, mentally, you're just worn out at the end of something like that. Uh, you know, you you go on that type of losing streak extended, and each and every week you come in and you, you have energy and you're trying to figure things out and, and and get everybody corrected. And I'm not gonna lie, man, that that it, it wears on you. And when it ends uh, the way it did, it's there's no finality to it. And you know, you know that there's gonna be a lot of change. You know that it affects a lot of people's lives and that team. And, um, you know, this was an opportunity to honestly just go someplace and forget about all that. Just go have fun and root on your brother. And, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to go to a game of yours in like two years now because of the Super Bowl and other circumstances. I was excited to, to go to Buffalo one to cheer you on, but also to experience the legendary Bills Mafia. Uh, so right away I reached out to Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, former, Bill's player and uh, Fitz Magic, Fitz Magic, uh, and Eric Wood, and was like, you know, hey guys, what do I do? Where do I go? And what do I do? Nice. Neither one of those guys are going to steer you wrong. No, and I met up with Eric Wood at uh, Big Tree Inn, which for those of you that don't know, Big Tree Inn, awesome bar right next to the stadiums, um, is iconic because apparently when Jim Kelly was there, the guys would go when it was two a days. The guys would go to the Big Tree Inn eat lunch, but have a few beers. And I forget the name of the coach at the time, but he used to complain about how bad the second practices were. So in order in order to stop uh why is it why is it in, in so order to try and get those guys to stop boozing in between practices, they would uh ship the food to the stadium uh, to the stadium. So they'd eat nice. all the food at the stadium. But little did they know that in order to bypass it and still get a little bit of uh good stuff in them, they would put rumplements into the dressing containers so it's still a thing if you go to the bar and you order a house dressing they give you a shot of rumplements that's pretty good i thought that was so that's tradition, so man. awesome yeah that's tradition but dude. you know a bar that has been cemented i think in its um it's it's legendary status certainly for bill's mafia was a new experience for me and i'm not gonna lie man they made me feel fucking awesome at home they they the fans uh, the big tree and everything was just incredible. That's awesome, man. We didn't get, I didn't get outside until later. I wanted to go outside early 
and I wanted to take my shirt off then and be out there because I feel like it's like, I don't know if I'm wrong in my head, but I feel like taking your shirt off is like a Buffalo Bills no, thing. 1,000%. Right? 1,000%. And I'm like, dude, I want to experience. I want the full magic is on. He's, he helped grow that tradition. Dude. God, that's an, a legendary freaking moment with Fitz. Um, oh yeah, but I, you know, I wanted to take everything off and be out there with the fans. I didn't get to be outside very often. I only hit up a couple of the tailgates, really walking into the stadium because it was a cluster. But I did get to see uh, Pinto Ron's tailgate with the bowling ball. Did the shot out of the bowling ball, which shout out to Pinto um, Ron, man. No idea what was it, what what that liquor was. I didn't ask any questions. Somebody hand you a bowling ball with a shot. The last thing I'm like, oh, is this a uh, uh, Crown Royal, or is, what is it? This? <laughs> what is this? What is this? What is this again? As you hold it, what is this again? I'm not asking any questions. <laughs> I did have to clarify how to drink this. I'm like, do I just put this up to my mouth and self-explanatory, Jason? It's a shot. Uh, it's 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 right there in the hole. But uh, yeah, man, they're they're doing all sorts of crazy things over Pinto Rounds. They get the the cabinet, the filing box that they're making pizza in. They're cooking chicken on top of a uh, uh, an old uh, Pinto. So they got a. Uh, it's pretty, uh, I don't know, shenanigans. Shenanigans are full bore over there. Did you go through any tables? No. I was hoping I was going to get an opportunity, and it just didn't arrive. Maybe next time. Next time, Buffalo. I was hoping. I was wishing. No tables, though. No tables? No tables. There was one guy that caught on fire, man. Uh, dude, I it's just saw It's been the first this. time in a while. <laughs> It's been the Gosh. first time in a while we've seen one of those Bills fans Dude. get caught on fire. And he didn't do the first thing that you're supposed to do when you Stop get caught on fire. and roll. You learn it when you're a kid, son. Look at him. Come on. You're, you're over here patting your your waist like is, it's going to get well, on this the This is ice. the problem. This is the problem. He's got a lion sweatshirt on. This isn't a Bills. He's not, he's not privy to uh, what can happen. He's got a what shirt on? Lions. Uh, they tried to initiate him in. They tried to initiate him in. Oh, my goodness. He was on the wrong side of the lake. Stop, drop, and roll, son. Especially There's in the snow, snow right, right there. there. It's right there to save you. Gosh. I would have been panicking to him, not going to lie. I'm on fire! But that just shows you, you got to have a plan going in. He didn't think that this was possible. If you're going to jump on some fire, you got to know, hey, if this fire sticks onto me, I got to figure out where am I going here? Where's the closest thing of water? Got to know where your exits are. Where's some soft snow so I can just sit this butt on in it? You go to the hard stuff. I mean, that's basically, you know, just concrete at that point. You got to find some loose snow. It's going to engulf that butt. All right. So didn't Anyways, go through a table. Didn't go through a table. No, didn't go through a table. Had, uh, I, you know, who knows how many beers over a big tree and then through the tailgate. Everybody was, I, dude, I don't know what I was expecting, but everybody was just all, everybody's just beyond excited to have a good time. And to enjoy some football. This should be our fucking, our retirement plan. Just going to tailgates? Just tailgate every state. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'll. Just to see how it's done. I'm so, I'm, you don't got to talk me into a good time. I'm I'm in on that. Yeah. Kylie Um, might have something to say, but I'm, dude, you know I'm in. Yeah. Kylie, uh, well, yeah. She was at this one. She doesn't have to go to all of them. How does this compare to an Eagles or Chiefs tailgate? I've That's never not, tailgated. We can't, we can't compare. I've never we tailgated for the Eagles. The Chiefs tailgates are awesome. I've only been the to Eagles a couple of them. The Eagles tailgates are fucking phenomenal. I'll tell you how this is a little bit different, at least from Chiefs tailgate, is this is like in the middle of like a residential area. There's houses. People are parking on like driveways. It's it's like the Chiefs is out in like a completely separate part of the area. So it's all pretty much parking lot tailgating. This is, 
I don't know. It's just a little bit different. It feels like you're almost you're in a suburb and you're uh, tailgating for a enormous playoff game. Um, so it's pretty cool. Got a very homey vibe to it. And then uh, I didn't. I'm sure the Chiefs have some crazy traditions as well, but I was very much incorporated into a lot of crazy Buffalo Bills mafia traditions. And uh, man, it was awesome. Well, you were rocking the uh, the Big Yeti shirt going in. Um, did did Mills? Did somebody from Bills Mafia get that Big Yeti shirt? Because you you weren't wearing a shirt the entire game. It looked like I don't know if I even brought that back. I can't remember what happened to the shirt. If I'm being honest with you. <laughs> I had two Big Yeti shirts on. I had one Big Yeti shirt on underneath, then I had a fleece, and then I had that Big Yeti shirt on over top of it. So I was Big Yetied out. Felt like that's it was a Yeti environment. But here's what happened. I wanted to take my shirt out at the, off at the tailgate. And because we kind of got pushed back on the tailgate front, I didn't get to have my shirt off out there. And then when I entered the box, I noticed, hey, I can jump out of this box, and I'll be outside. And if I take my shirt off, then I'm outside and I'm part of the Buffalo Bills pageantry. And um, it just, I don't, dude, it was something about the entire day. I got caught up in the magic of Bills Mafia. It is. It is electric. Everybody's dude, was... the energy, uh, the shenanigans. Yep. Uh, and I'm like, you, I got to have my shirt off at some point. And I didn't yep. get to do it beforehand. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess. And I can't just take my shirt off in the box. Like. Who takes your shirt off on a box? It's heated. Like you're not really doing it. Now you you're just having your shirt off at a yeah. yeah of course you yeah. Real cool. So I'm so like, you know what? So I'm gonna do, you I'm, this is what out. I'm gonna do. I'm taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of this box. So then I'm out of the box and I have my shirt off. And then I can be like my Buffalo Bills Mafia fit, like compadres. I had no That's, idea. Any this is of how this my mind works on, after 40 Miller Lights. I had <laughs> <laughs> a shot of who knows what the fuck out yeah, of the bowling yeah. ball. That's right. That's right. Well, let's get to more of you during the game. You celebrated my touchdown by taking off your shirt, screaming, jumping out of the suite, chucking a beer with the fans, then jumping back into the suite. That's correct. This is all accurate. I watched this and it was pure pandemonium. Just pandemonium, just confusion of who to cheer for. They, it was a Chiefs touchdown, but it looked well, like Bills, everyone. There's a lot of booze. There's a lot of booze. There's a lot of cheers, though, too. I think, it, I don't know, man. Tell you what, man. If you don't run for president, this all is just going to go to waste. <laughs> this is all just, a, it looks like a political campaign. You're just reeling them in one, stop, time, stop. one person at a time. There's dude. nothing political about this. This is just a man in his elements with his Bills Mafia compadres <laughs> enjoying the dead of winter. That's what this is. <laughs> I wish I would have stayed out there longer to just in, to actually get my nipples hard enough. You know what I mean? I didn't. They, I wasn't out there long enough you, to really your even get your thermostats the couldn't gauge how my cold thermostats didn't regulate to the temperature. <laughs> they never <laughs> got there. They kind of got shocked and just couldn't. Yeah, it was just a shock to the system. It was nice. Man. I'll tell well, you I'll what. Tell though, you I jumped out of that box and I forgot that I've been dealing with an MCL sprain because the moment I landed my right foot and my knee twisted and luckily it's good. It's good. It was just a little, it's, it did slip a little bit. Forgot that knee was a little loose. So it's those good old, let's go to old fucking hardworking construction boots you had on. Yeah. Tim's got the butters on. And butters got some things saved the day. <laughs> there was not enough cameras on the suite where you could see Kylie though. I wanted to see her reaction to all of this so bad. Yeah. I don't think she was happy about it, to be honest with you. I, there was one picture, and it was her kind of smiling and laughing at it and kind of for it. 
Like, yep, there's Jason. I just know it was like that scene out of fucking... Uh... I'm not gonna lie. I gave Kylie a heads up. I, the moment we got into the suite, I said, I'm <laughs> taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of that suite. And she said, Jason... She said, Jason, don't you dare. And I was like, hey. See, I'm thinking, letting you know I'm happening. thinking it's like, that, I'm not uh, asking for permission. I'm doing this. <laughs> Once a Kelsey man's determined, there's no fucking stopping him. And she was already telling me to be on my best behavior because we were meeting Taylor. So she's like, do not this is be hilarious. on your best behavior. I was like, Kylie, when I met you, the first day I met you, I was blacked out drunk and fell asleep <laughs> at the bar. This is part of the charm. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. I want to make my best first impression. I want to make my best first impression. This is my best chance. My best first impression is the worst impression ever. So I I can just build from that that point on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That show was classic. Oh, man. Well, Tay says she absolutely loved you. So (laughs) Well... I felt like it was a scene out of old school where Will Ferrell's fucking running. Dude, I got streak. so many of those. We're going gyms. streaking. It's like <laughs> you, who? We're all going down to the quad. It's like Frank, you and who? There's more coming. There's Frank, get in the fucking car now. If if some of these Bills Mafia would have said we're going streaking, I would have. I, I was full in on the Bills Mafia. I would have been right there with you. <laughs> you would have been running down I was the not fucking going block any- like Blink One Eighty Two. All the small things i just i don't know i just got so caught up in the everything it's mesmerizing so yeah do you want to know anything else it's pretty much it she left me roses yeah that's all i got dude honestly i might get a picture this picture i might get this picture painted which one the one of you screaming out of the suite with a miller light in your hand that's a labat blue labat blue my bad a labat blue I think that's part of the issue too. I was drinking one beer predominantly at the big tree Inn, and then, you know, like when you switch from dark to Browns and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not. No, you're right. It's ridiculous. It doesn't, They're all doesn't. The same. Light beers are all the same. You're, you're a Kelsey. You're a Kelsey. Yeah, I, that type of shit doesn't affect you. I know. <laughs> yeah, dude, that picture is, I mean, everybody's saying, put that thing in the Louvre. I, I honestly, I might get somebody to fucking make that portrait. That is epic in a moment that I'll never forget, man. Um, and I didn't even see it till afterwards. I, uh, obviously, I obviously saw all of this after the game and I'm going, uh, yeah. Going viral. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw everything. I was asked about it on the field and I'm like, I have no idea what my brother has been doing all game. And, um, <laughs> the reporter told me, I was just like, yeah, I mean, just, I, don't, I don't know. You put us, you put us Lake Erie guys up by Lake Erie and there's just something. That was water, another you know? bit of it, dude. We drove past Lake Erie in the dead of winter. Dude. And it was, they, I, I was like, they built dude, it up I'm for home. you. I guarantee I'm back yeah. at the shores of where I grew up. It felt like that when we landed in Buffalo. I was like, God, I kind of feel like I'm back in Cleveland a little bit. Yeah. Something about that lake, man. Yeah. Well, shout out to Buffalo, man. You, uh, you have to see some tweets, uh, that, that came out of this entire fiasco. The feast. <laughs> Of Bacchus <laughs> by Phillips de Conic. Conic? However, you want to say right. it. Back in 19 yeah. or 1654, it looks like uh, you got some chubby little fat guy uh, doing these. I mean, the resemblance pose. is uncanny. It's uncanny. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good yeah. side by side. So apparently, it's not the first person to do this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're not the first person to show your boobs. Um, your former teammate, Chris Long, also tweeted, some people uh, see this and think he must be retiring, but this is just regular Kelsey. 
which is one hundred percent true. I can't everyone, dis- everyone, that. Jason has been doing this kind of stuff for years, for years upon years. All right, he just loves the game of football. All right, he loves the 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 atmosphere, especially when you put him with a whole bunch of nutcases that love it just as much as he does. Gosh, gosh, it's just an absolute epic, epic scene. Um, all the guys on the team were <laughs> were talking about it after the game, laughing at how much uh, how much you were uh, you were into it, man. And it was just um, it was cool to see, dude. It was cool to see, man. Shout out to Chris Long, my dog. Coach Reed also was uh, asked about this clip from you uh, in the post game interview. That's right. He's in quotes saying, "My wife saw him." Shout out to Mama Reed, Tammy. Um, she looked. She took a picture with him. I did shirtless pic with Tammy Reed. I never thought that happened. To be honest with you, I was sitting, I was standing at the front of the suite, thinking, contemplating, should I jump back out of this thing? And all of a sudden, I hear Ky- Kylie's got a whistle, like you're whistling for a taxi. She can just whip that out. And I look behind. She's like, "Coat, Mrs. Reed," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then we got to chop it up a little bit, and it was awesome. I haven't seen Tammy in a in a minute, so it was great to catch up. Well, he gave you he gave you some other compliments, telling telling everybody he's the best, great kid, great father. Uh, that's the thing I'm most proud of. Great wife and kids. Got a little yeah. big red. All right. Now, well, uh, <laughs> after the game, you tweeted um, an amazing quote from Ellie after she yep. saw you on TV. I'm assuming this is a, a, a text from um, Lisa to That's Kylie. Right. Kylie's mom. Yep. Lise. Uh, shout, out to shout out to little Lise. Make div. Yeah. Yeah. Lise uh, sent that text to Kai and Kai showed me and I immediately thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Dad's got his boobs out. <laughs> Hey, snows out, tits out. That's that's the model you got to live with. Got a boy. Got to love Ellie. Apparently, your antics at the game were so popular with Chiefs fans that there's already a bakery in Missouri making shirtless Jason cookie cakes, and it's pretty damn good. Cookie cakes. This is pretty good. I'm not a a big cookie cake cake myself. What's a cookie cake? I think it's just a cookie the size of a cake. So it's a cookie. It's like uh, I know what that is. I think I've seen yeah. those. Yeah, just a giant cookie. I was about to say it should be a rum cake, but all right. Well, it's good artistry. It is. That is a. I mean, that's a pretty spot on. Yeah. Even they got probably the already had like you know belly you trail. already you, got that you know how like Disney that shit is disgusting. You you know how Disney has like their drawings that they just repurpose for other movies, but it's essentially the same drawing. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you got that bad shit. <laughs> I mean, it's very accurate. It's a very accurate belly trail. What is that thing? A treasure map? That hey, thing taking you right to the, the promised right. land? Just follow the trail. <laughs> you know, like when places have templates of like common things that they do, like Disney has like the bear template and it's been in like multiple movies, but it's always the same template. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I feel like this bakery probably, in order to get out this quick, they probably already had like the Burt Kreiser template, and then they just put my face on it. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I can see it for sure. Shout out to Burt if that's what's going on. The machine himself. Yeah, Jason, final thoughts on your time in Buffalo, man. Like I said, it was a magical experience. It felt like I was like in a different world. Right from the get-go when we landed and we started driving past Lake Erie, I got that vibe like I was – you know, yeah. back in familiar territory. It's crazy we had that same feeling, man. The moment I got out of the at the tailgate and at the big tree in, I mean, it was just salt of the earth people that were ready to have a good time. 
And there's a little bit of back and forth, like there should be before a game. But for the most part, everybody's just excited for playoff football. Nice. I'm glad you got that part of it because I definitely did not get that part. There was no back and forth. Well, I mean, I wasn't playing in the game. I don't think. I think yeah, when you're, you're playing, innocent a, you're innocent yeah. bystander. You're innocent bystander. I mean, I cannot say enough good things about Bill's Mafia, the entire experience, the chaosness of it. I don't know, man. It was like I was, um, I think a lot of it was almost like I was possessed in some ways. I feel like at this tailgate, I was possessed by Bill's Mafia. Well, they were possessed by you too. <laughs> well, shout out Alrighty. to Bill's Mafia, man. Yeah. Uh, for making it. And shout out to Chiefs Kingdom for showing up. Don't think I didn't hear you guys either, baby. We were, we were loud and proud too, baby. All righty. This new year, the easiest healthy habit to start is one for your dog. That's right. The farmer's dog makes feeding real healthy dog food easy and convenient. And your dog will absolutely love it. It's smart, healthy dog food. You can feel good <laughs> about feeding your pup. That's why it's time to quit the kibble, kick the cans. And start fresh. The Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food right to your door. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from real meat and veggies to the safety standards of human food. Not right now. The Farmer's Dog isn't just fresh, high-quality food. Uh, they also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog's unique nutritional needs. doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It always is the right time to begin investing in their health. That means more happy, healthy, and full years together. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash new heights. Uh, plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash new heights to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash new heights. We've talked to the 92 percenters a lot about our next sponsor. And for good reason, the experienced smart money debit card and digital checking account is awesome and could help you build your credit without adding debt. And today, we're going to switch things up and talk about yet another great way Experian can help our 92 percenters with their finances. The free Experian app. Free. That's right, Jason. The Experian app is free. Hey, if it's free, it's for me. And it has tons of free tools to help take control of your finances in 2024, the year of now, the year of today. For example, with the Experian app, you can get your FICO score for free and uh, could even raise it instantly free with the Experian Boost. And now for the first time ever, you can use your car insurance payment to help you raise your FICO score instantly free with Experian Boost. And that's something you can only do with Experian. That's right. There's also tons of free, helpful financial tools to explore on the Experian app. So go ahead and download the app and check it out right now. Go to the App Store and download the free Experian app today. Experian is not a bank. Experian Boost results will vary. See Experian.com slash legal for details. Player insights on the NFL storylines. Let's get this to the, um, uh, the other divisional round matchups. Yeah, man. Some good football, baby. There was. There's a lot of good football. Um, let's get to the first one. Was uh, the Texans Ravens game in Baltimore? Obviously, you guys got Baltimore up next, and the Ravens look good. Yes, they did, man. Boy, did they look good, and they have looked good this entire end of the season. This might be the hottest team in the NFL at this current state. Flying around right now, baby. They uh, won 34 to 10 over Houston this past weekend. Lamar finished the game with 152 passing yards, 100 yards rushing, and four total touchdowns. He was doing it all, as usual. Big story of the game was probably the Ravens' defense, which has been stout all season long. Uh, they held the Houston offense that looked so good a week prior 
to just a field goal and didn't allow a single snap in the red zone. Damn. We also got a little C.J. Stroud LeBron stat. As a starter at Ohio State and in the NFL, C.J. Stroud is 0-4 with teams coached by a Harbaugh and 31-7 and versus everybody else. That is definitely a LeBron stat, but we appreciate you adding that in there. Holy shit. That's – yeah, shout out to LeBron stat of the year. Holy shit. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, the Ravens celebrated the victory in the locker room. The biggest takeaway was definitely Coach Harbaugh's dance. Harbaugh getting this. jiggy, I purposely man. haven't oh, watched this because I knew we were going to cover it. I got to see this. <laughs> that boy John getting jiggy, man. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> it was, who's, it on, was, who's on the it ox? Was, who's on the ox? It was pretty lit. I don't know who's on the ox, but. Oh, that is. Typical white guy moves right there. Dude, but electric moves. No, they're good. Listen, he's not it trying matter. too hard. If you have he's the right, right energy, right it doesn't matter groove. if it makes uh, sense or not. Just uh, do it. Just it's all about energy. Thing. Okay, he's doing the whip. He's doing the whip. He's doing the Indiana Jones. I see a Harbaugh. Look at that. Now he's on the rodeo. He's on to the cowboy. Hey, got the lasso. Now he's calling it out. That's right. <laughs> Having some fun, man. I'll tell you what, man. Fuck. It's electric. Winning, winning playoff games is electric, man. It is. Very. It is so fucking electric. Not much to talk about. I mean, listen, CJ Stroud, incredible rookie campaign. You know, obviously didn't end uh, with the final goal in mind, but I think that it ended – on a note that everyone in Houston's damn sure proud of. I don't think anybody anticipated Houston to compete like this in D'Amico Ryan's first year. Dude. What an incredible first run at it. Um, and you know a it's only – to look forward uh, to over there. Yeah, man. man. I can't wait to see what this kid and uh, the rest of the Texans and D'Amico Ryan's has in store for the future. An outstanding first year, and the Ravens move on. Then on Saturday night, we got the Pack versus the 49ers in a – in a game that was neck and neck going down to the uh, to the final drive, man. Niners pull off the win, uh, 24-21. Let's talk about those final minutes with 6-21 left in the game. The Packers were up 21-17. Uh, that's right. They were up four points and attempted a field goal to go up by seven, but kicker Anders Carlson. Probably European with a name like that. Unfortunately, uh, he missed a 41-yarder, which, uh, yeah, that sucks, man. When I was watching it, it felt like, I don't know if the snap – was off or if the hold was off, but it felt like it came out low. Holder did a good job of getting it up, but I feel like whenever that happens, it kind of messes with the kickers a little bit. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. He's had a case of missing them before. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I will say the weather was awful. Absolutely terrible all game long. You saw it yeah. affect Brock Purdy uh, through the first three quarters until the end where he just was lights out that fourth quarter. But yeah, it was a, Rough kick to end the game on. Yeah, that hurt. That hurts your soul, man. Because uh, the Packers were playing great. Obviously, the Forty ers were being the Forty ers and playing that's just hard nosed, tough fucking football, man. Their defense is solid as as any defense in the fucking league right now. Packers doing a good job in between the the twenties. They were getting into the red zone very well. Where they really what really struggled for the Packers are the red zone. Jordan Love was playing playing great, man. One of the things that the Forty ers do better than anybody is keep them out keep you out of the end zone and. Um, Packers had a decent day in the regular ball situations. Aaron Jones had a really big run that was nice, but dude, what a stud, man! I love, I love watching that dude play football, man. They just could not get it in the end zone. Hey, Jones, that dude could run the fucking he ball. Can. He's he's just get the ball in that dude's hands, and something good's gonna happen, man. Yeah, even when it's not open, he was making plays happen. He was left making and right. shit happen. 
Purdy, as we said, struggled, obviously. Everybody's been talking about that in the first three quarters. Part of that's the environment. The rain was brutal. You could see it all over the broadcast. Yeah. But yeah, he turned it on when he needed it most. Purdy, man. Pretty good. At the end of the game, needed to score, put together an incredible drive, and uh, got it done. Well, a, a, a part of the a part of a few of those drives, I man, just get the ball to George Kittle, baby. <laughs> it's as easy as that, you know. When they're in man-to-man coverage, you find a five, baby. He is uh, is playing lights out football right now. Again, great end of the season by the Green Bay Packers. Uh, obviously, the seventh seed uh, looked really good in the postseason. weren't able to get it done in the clutch here against uh, the number one seed in the NFC, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, but Jordan Love, again, a lot of optimism going out there in Green Bay right now. Incredible end of the season. Um, just came up a little short. It's football for you, Bob. And then the last game we got is a Sunday afternoon. This is the game we were watching at the Big Tree Inn, which was the Bucks versus the Lions. Lions uh, got it done at home. That's right. Winning 31 to Biden 23. Kneecaps, baby. A little forward field Biden. action. Biting kneecaps on their way to NFC title game. Yes, they are. It is not the same old Lions. Jared Goff threw for 287 yards, two touchdowns, and he went 11 for 12 with 131 yards and a touchdown in the most important quarter of all, the fourth quarter. Rookie running back Jameer Gibbs finished with 114 yards from scrimmage and one rushing touchdown. He had himself a big day behind a Lions offensive line that has been spectacular all year. Their offensive coordinator, uh, Ben Johnson. Yeah. Ben Johnson uh, and that offensive line uh, has been an incredible uh, combination there. I think Hank Fraley is the offensive line coach out there, but they're doing so many good things on the ground right now. Yeah, there's a little bit of, I guess, the big story from this one, besides it being a close game, uh, a lot of back and forth early. Lions st- went ahead two scores. Baker and the Bucks started coming back. There was a little bit of clock mishap at the end of the game, it looked like, uh, that everybody's talking about that maybe we can touch on, which okay. is... Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? <laughs> yeah, I think you were spot on with it. When we were talking about it earlier, this is what I think happened. Yeah. The Bucks had one timeout going into this last drive uh, for the Lions. Todd knew it didn't matter if he used his last timeout going into those last kneel downs. Even if he would have called a timeout during one of those previous snaps, they would have still been able to have enough time to run the clock out. Yeah. The problem is the Lions actually messed up. I, up. It looks like the Lions snapped up. the ball early a few times, and Todd could have used that last time out and after that third down, down mishap. Like a punt and, it, and then a chance. But you would have had a chance. It's tough. Which is kind of – is that a strategy? Because here's what happens. A lot of times I feel you take that first kneel down and the other team has a timeout. You're waiting to see if they use that timeout. And then if they don't use the timeout, sometimes you just say like, hey, oh, I guess they're sneaky. not they, – they're yes. conceding. The game's over. They're not going to call a timeout. Yeah, so then you just hurry up and just knee it when you got less than 40 seconds left. Yeah, Exactly. So that would be – That's the only thing that makes sense in my head. And maybe this move, is a strategy move moving forward. Once. That, that You're right. move only works once. In but maybe, that, maybe that's a strategy moving forward is, hey, if you have one timeout, hold it, hope that the opposing offense just kind of – rushes the snaps along to get the game over with boom time out and then all of a sudden it's fourth down and you got 30 seconds left on the clock that's the only thing that makes sense in my head otherwise you wouldn't call timeout um but it also makes sense why todd might have kind of tuned turned it off at that point because you you think the game is over with how much time they did have yeah all right anyways they didn't and the lions won not right now 
It was a great, uh, great job by the Lions offensively and defensively. They're peaking right now. This is going to be an outstanding game, Lions versus 49ers in San Fran. I'm excited to watch that one. That's for dang sure. It'll be a fucking instant classic, man. Those uh, just flying around defenses, just high-energy defenses, physical defenses. No doubt. Those Lions are playing fucking great, man. I think it's a different ball game. Hopefully they can get Debo back and Debo can play. No question. Because He's such that an is important a, piece. Dude, he is such a big piece of that offense, yeah. man. A guy that can get the ball and fucking take it to the house at any moment. When you're playing a big physical team like that, you got to have your your tough guys out there, man. And Debo's definitely one of those guys that can bring the fucking toughness. Not only does he bring toughness, but he's such a he's a joker. Like he's a receiver, he's an H back, he's 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 a running back because he can do so many things. He gets physical in the run game. Between him and Kyle Uzcheck, Northeast Ohio football player. Those are the guys, in my opinion. I mean, George. Don't get me wrong. All these other guys are George. George Kittle's. Yeah, he's a beast. Everybody knows that. He is the joker. Right. Yeah, exactly. These pieces where Shanahan, who's creative as all get out, can all of a sudden get to all of these different formations, something that looks like you're single back, all of a sudden it's a two-back run, essentially. All of a sudden you're getting into a jet sweep out of a formation that doesn't look like it. You know, you get get to all of these things with a guy like Debo and uh, Kyle Juszczyk and all of these pieces in between that really makes the run game go and makes the play action go. Uh, yeah. does a lot of unique things for him besides both of them and Debo in particular, just being phenomenal players. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a, it's going to be a championship Sunday, baby. So yeah, we'll see what happens on that front. Have they said anything? Have they said anything about Debo? I think he's going to, I'm pretty sure he's going to, he's going to play. I mean, it's deep. What, did, what happened? Cause he went out there for warm. I knew it was something shoulder. I think shoulder, he's been dealing right? with something AC wise all year. Gotcha. Let's get some no dumb questions, Trev. Now that we've wrapped up the divisional rounds, time to answer some not dumb questions because there's no such thing as dumb questions, just dumbass people. No dumb questions is brought to you by our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go, sports bar. Damn, I almost clapped my mic off of the fucking table. All right, let's uh, start this thing off. Uh, sarcasm idol name on Twitter. New Heights Show. Will Jason play in the Pro Bowl this year? No, no questions. Um, I, yeah, unfortunately, yes, I will. Um, whatever that means, because there's obviously no more Pro Bowl game. I don't know. I guess I know that they do the seven-on-seven flag football game. I don't know if I have to snap for that. Yeah. I guess you do have a snapper in seven-on-seven, seven, but sometimes they just have like a guy throw the ball to the quarterback, which I would yeah. prefer, rather than have to bend over and snap the ball for no reason. I would just love to see one down in seven-on-seven Oh, both teams have to have the entire lineup field of offensive and defensive linemen. I agree. And there's actually, have you ever seen the walking football clips online? The worst. I fucking hate that shit. I think it's hilarious, but it would be funny if it was O-line, D-line walking football. No? So dumb. You don't like it? I like big guys trying to be athletes, not big guys being themselves. Like it'd be way better, way more. Entertaining with them actually trying. Competitive and then entertaining with, yeah, with. O-linemen trying to backpedal and run routes. I think some of these juke moves in walking football are pretty electric. No, they're not. It's kind of, it's a different level of deception. Used to do it in college a little bit, have some fun with the gang. Did you? I never, see, I never did it. We only did this, I only started seeing this recently. If you're playing around, cool. If you're actually like playing a competitive game, it's not cool. Because you can't, you, you can't judge how fast somebody's running or walking. Like, oh, he ran. No. Precision passing, best catch, kick tac toe. 
No, you probably can't kick either. Closest to the pin. Ooh, they moved away from the longest drive and went closest to the pin. Obstacle course relay race. That'll probably be your event right there. Obstacle course relay race. I think I did this one year, and there was like a little bit of slickness on the turf, but I do remember doing that. Yeah, dodgeball I can't do because my elbow doesn't work anymore. I've had surgeries. Can you not throw the ball with your left? I definitely, I can't do anything left-handed. I am so not ambidextrous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, dodgeball, I wish I could play. It was my favorite sport playing growing up, but I have officially, physically just cannot do it anymore. Um, Precision passing, I could definitely do that. Best catch I did in the backyard. I used to have some pretty electric catches. Dude, you got better hands than me for sure. But that was before my fingers yeah, stopped. You got working. nine fingers now, though. Yeah. Um, kick tack toe. I don't think. I think if I punt a ball right now, I might explode my knee. So I'm probably out on that. It's place kicking, but same thing. Tug of war. I think tug of war. I'm probably doing, but I'm going to offer minimal advantage. Unfortunately, can't grab the rope. And then closest to the pin contest, I mean, I'll do that, but I'm going to be terrible at it. Uh, and then obstacle course relay race. I'm in. Let's do it. Event called high stakes when players have to catch balls launched high into the air from a jugs machine. So it's like the uh, like a punt return. How many punt return or how many catches can you get? The twist in high stakes. I remember they did it with like dropping it from a drone a few years ago. I remember that one. Yeah, it didn't work out as well. Took a little too long. So I think they're just going to do jugs. How many guys can, how many footballs can you catch? So this is probably like a punt returner deal. So you're not in that one. The twist high stakes is that each player starts. But to have a skill player do it and a big do it, that'd be electric to watch. A- That's what I think. I, I just think you should have categories and have the big guys do all of them. You got it. Get- who doesn't like watching the big guys do all of this other stuff too? Yeah. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. You have we the, talk- uh, Weight you have the classes. skill, yeah, have it like wrestling. The skill have competitions, like yeah. and then you just have the big guys try all the competitions, and the skill versus you get the laugh at how unathletic uh, a lot of offensive linemen and defensive linemen actually. It's not impressive are. watching punt returners catch fucking punts. Okay, it's, it's what it's they do. Watching three hundred pounders That's right. catch punt returns. That's right. Yeah, somebody's taking one to the dome. To the face. <laughs> to the face. To the face. In the face. All righty, let's move on. All right, from Crash78 on Club 92, um, what the hell happened to Travis's hand on the last episode? It looks like his hand is all scratched up. Yeah, I uh, I got cleated. I got stepped on. Mm. It still is to see a little bit from us, a little bit of the scabs and stuff. Um, that happened during the Miami game. What kind of cleat was the guy wearing? A football cleat? I don't fucking know. This doesn't look like an imprint that a cleat would leave. <laughs> what? doesn't i don't know there's a lot of like red dots it looks more like it just doesn't look like a football i don't know what it looks like just went right here on my hand 100 percent. let me see see your hand now all right that looks more i can see that that picture though there's a lot of little red dots (laughs) well yeah see people there's no such thing as dumb questions there's just dumb Dumb ass people people. (laughs) sherlock holmes might want some more yeah me and basil will go try and figure out what really happened that does it for No Dumb Questions, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go, sports bar. If you haven't already, make sure you submit your No Dumb Question to Club 92 and upvote your favorites. Some of the uh, posts with the most votes may be featured in next, next week's episode. 
All right, let's close this episode out with a little New Heights Stamp of the Week. That's right, baby. Divisional Round Stamp of the Week edition. New Heights Stamp of the Week is brought to you by our friends at Accelerator. I'm on that little tropical punch right now. Boy, it's good. Accelerator Active Energy Drink uh, is available on Amazon. You can catch it uh, you know, on your Amazon Hell yeah. App. All right. Hell yeah. My new high stamp of the week, I'm going to go with a guy that's been playing great football all year round. Uh, the entire line has, and it's been a great team to watch, and they're still playing. That's Lions center Frank Ragnow. He's been playing through multiple injuries all season, and uh, he showed up on the injury report, and he just keeps on chugging along, and he showed up big, and the Lions win over the Bucks. Didn't miss an offensive snap. Went toe-to-toe with Vita Vea, which I can tell you firsthand is really hard. Not right now. Help block for the Lions team that rushed for 114 yards and two touchdowns while adding 277 yards and two touchdowns through the air. Dan Campbell had all sorts of praise for Frank. Frank's a stud. That's what he does. He's willing to put it all on the line. He believes he can, and he trusts himself, and he trusts those guys next to him. Not everybody can do it, and that's okay, but he can. Dude, Frank's incredible. He's been a Dude, great center in this league for a long time, and he's rebounded from an injury that set him back a couple years ago pretty damn well. So shout out to my man Ragnow and uh, the Detroit Lions. Well, hold on now. We ain't going too far, man. The team that was least expected to be here, the Detroit Lions, I'm sticking with the Lions too. Oh, we're not done. Okay. The game winner, the sealer, the closer, as they may say. And a a very heartwarming story from our Walter Payton Man of the Year last year in in, uh, Whitworth. Linebacker Derek Barnes sealed the win for the Lions after picking off uh, Baker Mayfield uh, on the Bucks' final drive of the game with just over 90 seconds left to play. Uh, this was yeah. Derek Barnes' first career interception. How about that? And a feel-good story, like I said. Um, Andrew Whitworth uh, mentioning in his speech uh, how he's uh, – I think Derek – I think it was Derek Barnes came up to him and uh, and mentioned how when he was a kid. That's him? Whitworth, that's him, dude. Oh, my gosh. Cool. Yeah. I taking, remember that, yeah. Taking your game to new heights. So he was. No he mentioned how Derek came up to Andrew Whitworth and uh, mentioned how his story or how him being in the community helped Derek through uh, through life and, um, and definitely made an impact on him. So it was cool to see uh, almost everything come full circle and how Derek Barnes – uh, just catapulted his Lions team into the NFC Championship game. So shout out to uh, Derek, man, for taking your game to new heights. Shout out to Ragnow, too, man. Lions, yeah. uh, the least expected to be here right now, but, man, uh, they're really taking their game to new heights. Like we said before, man, can't wait to watch all the games this week, and uh, good luck, Trav. You know it, baby. That wraps it up. That's another show in the books. Another episode of New Heights is done. All right, now. Nah. Make sure you subscribe to the New Heights channel on YouTube. So you know when new episodes are coming out and check out our new bonus videos that launch on Friday, this Friday, we'll be doing conference championship preview and a breakdown to the poll results in the first round of voting in our best NFL team name bracket. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by the all new experience smart money debit card. That debit card that builds the credit without the debt. Follow on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S, 92 percenters. Tell a friend when you see him. Thanks to our production and crew, as always, for making us look way better than what we are. And um, oh, you know that's thank right. you again to the 92 percenters for always tuning in. Love you guys. Well, hopefully we see you next week with another dub. Narana. All you 92 percenters out there watching this one. 
We'll get to some fan mentions and include uh, uh, that. Include okay. We'll get to some fan. Let me do some more time. One more time. I'm done a little bit too much caffeine. All right. All right. We got to. You know when you're talking so fast that your tongue doesn't keep track with your mind? It usually happens when you have a few beverages over the weekend. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know. I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Not quite as fast. (laughs) 